Life support is nominal. The oxygen danger indicator level is yellow. Please remember that this is a non-smoking pirate ship. Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome to GameIndustry.com's The Gin Lounge. Smoke them if you got them, or just say no. It's all the same to us, but today we'll be talking about drugs in video games. Somebody better alert Fox News. Okay, so a hot topic. Uh, actually, I came up with this topic today because I was playing Heavy Rain, which is an amazing game on the PlayStation 3, and one of the characters is addicted to a fictional drug taught, called tryptocaine, which is either a really powerful artificial sweetener or some type of cocaine, I'm not sure. But uh, it's actually handled very realistically and very well done, uh, but it's still basically uh, a character in a game using an illegal drug and and you especially in that type of game you're actually taking the drug kind of because you're you're sort of playing your character in a very realistic way so i thought it might be interesting to go back and look at the history of drugs in games uh, not unlike the show we did on violence a little while back so i brought in three people to the lounge which uh, i assumed would be very uh, have a very divergent viewpoints on this issue, uh, starting with uh, Nate Woolley. Nate Woolley is our founding publisher, and his articles about the business side of the industry have been featured in such prestigious publications as the Wall Street Journal, the Washington Post, and of course, GameIndustry.com. <laughs> Nate, welcome to the show today. Thanks, John. It's good to be back. Yeah, you've been you've been away for for a while, so we're glad to, we're glad to have you back in the lounge with us. It's been a very busy winter. <laughs> yes, well, it's been a very snowy winter, I know that. <laughs> so, uh, also in the lounge with me today is uh, Kelly Adams. Kelly Adams is the co-host of our other show, The Gamer Geeks. Uh, and uh, Kelly, I, I saw you uh, you have your new uh, Gamer Geeks Facebook page up. It looks really good. Now, you're getting like a lot of fans there. Oh, they're slowly rolling in. We hit the first hundred pretty fast. I know. I saw that. It was like day one. Boom, hundred fans. It was pretty. It was pretty good. So, well, Kelly, I know you have some strong, um, some strong opinions on this particular issue. So I'm, I'm happy to have you in the lounge today with us. Happy to be here. So we can talk all about drugs and alcohol and the evils thereof, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and. <laughs> and joining us all the way from England via satellite is Shella. Shella is our European correspondent, and Shella, welcome to the lounge today. Thank you very much. Now, I now now they they have drugs in in Europe, right, Shella? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> many of our many of our greatest poets and writers use lots of drugs to help them along the way. What? I'm a fan. I'm a fan of Oscar Wilde. Yeah. <laughs> Wow, Oscar Wilde. Nate has a way of just, t- I mean, let's just bring up Sense and Sensibility or something. I mean, <laughs> I just see our ratings dropping. No, what are you talking about? Literature. didn't go there, but Coleridge. Just, just, yes, just because I paid attention in school doesn't mean, you know, you did or anything. <laughs> I actually tested out of most of those classes because I was smart and knew how to game the system. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Shella, actually, I wanted to ask you real quick, uh, starting the show, because um, I know here in the United States, the attitude about drugs is is pretty hardcore. I mean, we we lived through the Reagan years where it was it was very hardcore, and I, I don't I don't know what the what the culture is in in England. Is is it, is it more accepting of drugs? Are they? I mean, I I don't think they could be quite as puritanical as we are, but I mean, just what's the general feeling about drug use in movies and video games and things? Well, do you mean a sort of 
from an establishment point of view or from just a social just a, point of just view? Just a social point of view. I assume your establishment is against it, but I just mean, yeah. what's the general feeling? And in, in, is it is it pretty hardcore? Or? No, I mean, people kind of, if you do that, that's fine. If you don't, that's fine too. So yeah, yeah it's just like yeah, fairly relaxed about it. I mean, you wouldn't get anybody. I suppose you might get somebody, the odd person who would be really, if someone sparked up a joint or something at a party, who it would be very rare for someone to take offence at that and sort of I don't know, march off home or something. Right, right. I see. Okay, well, good, to, good to know. I just kind of, I kind of wanted to give the listeners a sort of general feeling of where you're coming from in, in, in yeah. Because, because I, I don't know where it is. So I know there are certain places like Australia that are apparently very anti-drug. I guess because uh, uh, one. I think that's from an establishment point of view, though. I don't think the people are particularly mm, laid. I'd have to say, John, of the sort of Western liberal democracies, mm-hmm. you'll find that the United States is most puritanical on this subject. Yeah. yeah. Now, if, if you go to the Eastern democracies, say Japan or Korea or Taiwan, you will find that they are very no, no yeah. nonsense and, and non-tolerant to such things. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's that, there's that famous case where Paul McCartney got popped with some weed in Japan yeah. and just got banned from the country for life. <laughs> I think. They just right. can't, they canceled this tour and tossed him out. I think they eventually let him back though, like in the 80s or something. <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> so, but, um, well, interesting. Well, let me, uh, let me go with, uh, let's, let's try to find a little bit of a baseline for where this, uh, is in the video game industry. And Kelly, what, what are some of your experiences playing, uh, games that had, uh, drug use that sort of stand out for you? I know you've been playing games for many, many years. <laughs> Vice City was the one that really just struck me at the time. I was like, wow, this is, well, I felt like right out of Miami Vice. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, am I going to play a Crockett or Tubbs? Got opening scene, like, Coke deal gone bad. Oh, it's like, wait a minute. That's a splash back to the 80s. That's true. That they did. They did start. I mean, first scene. I mean, you can't get any quicker than that. I mean, right there, and there was the uh, the bad Coke deal, and then you pretty much became the the main Coke dealer in Miami, or or I'm sorry, what was it called, Star City or something? Yes. <laughs> but uh, it was supposed to be Miami. But yeah, that I you, you get the big Coke mansion, and then it becomes. Um, you know, pretty much a Scarface movie from that point on. Oh, yeah. So. That's pretty much it. Honestly, I miss my pastel suits. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you that you like nice and coral. <laughs> you know, I was just looking at... Take a man in espadrilles and a mullet. That's what I always say. You know, I was just looking at some, oh my God. At some photos of me, and I actually had the wicker shoes. So that was... Uh, <laughs> yeah. So that was kind of oh, nice. Uh, we all I'm, did that so well. I'm, I'm glad I didn't meet you until about 96. No, you, yeah, <laughs> that's true. Okay, so, um, so, uh, Shella, what, what about you? Have you, have you, ha- played any games where the, uh, there has been some, some drug use within them that sort of stood out and you were like, wow, that's really an interesting choice to put that much drug use in this game? Um, well, I'm gonna go like way, way back, cause Pac-Man is the poster boy for the club buddies. Pac-Man? I mean, he's, he's got a, you there. He's a pill munching <laughs> fiend, isn't he? So. He eats something special, and suddenly he has superpowers. 
Yeah, he goes all the way and gets Yeah, that you have to continue taking in that are more and more expensive. Yeah, and he's more and more frantic. If you but if you look up Pac-Man on Wikipedia, the pills are defined as vitamins. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Vitamins, uh, uh, right. Wink, wink, nod, nod, yes. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I just, Dear God in I just wanted to get Shella to say vitamins. <laughs> so, Nate, here's the thing. I, I brought you in because I, I thought you would be the sort of law and order, no drugs and video games type. But, but you know, I didn't factor in the fact that you grew up in California. So... <laughs> <laughs> I, I forgot you spent your formative years cruising around Santa Monica, so... Um. Yeah, you know, eight eight years old in my 1976 Duster, <laughs> you know. Well, and I was, I'm from Redondo anyway, not Santa Monica. Oh, excuse me. I, I thought it was Watts. Curiously, us upper middle class white kids from the beach didn't hang out in Compton. Oh, that's, that's too bad. You didn't get to meet Sanford and Son because he was hanging out there at the same time. You know, you know, my fact is here. You know, I'm I'm not a drug user. I'm, it's it's not my thing. It never has been. But the whole thing about you know, should this be in games or not? You know, that's it's all crap. If you want to keep drugs out of pop culture, which is what games are, and they pretend to be entertainment or they are entertainment as people accept them, you know, does that mean you you take out the drugs from Brave New World by Huxley? Does that does that mean you take them out of, you know, Scarface? That you mentioned? The fact is, if they're entertainment, if they're literature, interactive literature as they try to call themselves, then you deal with the world as it is. And I hate to say it, but drugs are a part of the world. Well, that's a good point. I was just thinking of Scarface popping a bunch of one-a-days and going, come on, I'm ready for you now. <laughs> Flintstones, man. Pacino would have looked awesome popping Flintstones vitamins. I've, I've taken 14 Vilmas. <laughs> Let me meet my little friend. <laughs> Gonna chase it with a Dino. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, that's just, it's it's silly talk and it's pointless well, to say, let's take this out of yeah. video games. And I can hear the cries now, but what about the children? Well, you know, what about the children? You know, are you going to... Oh. Miami Vice was on at 8 p.m. at night in the 80s. It was aimed at teenagers. And all Miami Vice was was a couple of good-looking guys walking around dealing with drug users. If you took the drugs out of Miami Vice, you'd have a fashion show, and that's it. <laughs> well, drugs, the chicks, and the real good You'd have bars. a Glenn Medeiros video, wouldn't you, without the drugs? <laughs> <laughs> that, that hurt more than I thought it would. <laughs> <sighs> I mean, that's that's really my point here. Every, I mean, you know, kids. Well, I mean, because drug, if you take bad, if, don't take them, but if you, you take know. drugs out of games, it's like so. Then you please the people who don't like drugs in games or whatever, and then but you have to take the the I don't know the violence out of out of games if anyone's drinking, and then you have to take the flip flops out because some people don't like flip flops. Um, because they're a dangerous type of footwear. And large, like large-breasted women. Suppose you have to like, take large-breasted women out of games because that's a yeah, thing. Well, yeah, only that function that makes them jiggle or not. You know, that, that's it. Uh, yeah, all I mean, boobs it, must be static. Right? I mean, yeah, this 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 sort of reasoning leads to the same sort of you know uh, Jack Thompson violence should not be in video games because it affects our kids. Yeah, and if you take violence out of video games, you don't have video games anymore. I mean, I rail against it. You know me. I like simulation games and thinking games and economics games. 
I'm not much on the let's slaughter people and wow, did you see how realistic that arterial blood pumped? That's not my thing. But I also know that 90% of the games out there are mindless slaughter games. That's true. Well, what, what are you guys' opinion on French fries? Because should French fries be in games? Because I think if kids play games with French fries, they'll get fat. High fat. Yeah. <laughs> high, <laughs> there should be high. High cholesterol comment, bad for the heart. <laughs> Should be no fat. Now Todd Hargosh wanted to join us today, um, and uh, but he couldn't. So, but he uh, um, gave me a, a thing. I'm gonna, I'm gonna uh, take us all back in time a little bit, back to a time known as the '80s, and there was a president known yeah. <laughs> as Ronald Reagan. <laughs> now this this Ronald Reagan character, he was apparently a pretty square cat, and he didn't like drugs very much, <laughs> and. Um, the uh the actually the Reagan years in all seriousness that was when the war on drugs quote unquote started and and it was a very anti drug time. Todd brings up the fact that there was an arcade game in 1988 called Narc. I don't know if any of you guys remember that or played it in the arcade. Nope, not me. <laughs> a little past your time out there. Well, Narc was you were basically two guys in motorcycle helmets with submachine guns. And you were basically running through the streets of a simulated sort of New York City, gunning down drug dealers by the hundreds. <laughs> and the uh, that's uh, that's some riveting video game in there. Well, boy. come on, all the video games back then were side-scrolling shooters, so I mean, it just it fit the pattern. But it had a very strong anti-drug message, and the message was basically that violence was the only way to stop the war on drugs. So, I, I mean, that's kind of a – violence is the way to stop the war. Okay, that makes perfect sense. But if you actually com- – <laughs> if you actually completed the game, you, it came up, the screen came up, and it said, contact your nearest DEA officer, and it actually gave you information as to how you could become uh, – you know, how you could start the process of becoming a DEA agent. So it was sort of like a recruitment thing. Yeah, but <laughs> violence is the only way to stop drugs. Violence is the only way to stop, you know, whatever. Flip. You know, the, yeah. You know, flip flops with guns. What that, what that is, is, and you know, back me up on this if you agree. That's that's a that's a simplistic solution that leads to fascism. Oh, yeah. It's, as yeah, soon as right. as soon as you say violence is the way to deal with drugs, then suddenly it's violence is the way to deal with red light runners. Yeah, violence is the way to deal with, you know, uh, whatever, yeah. you know, burglary. Violence is the way to deal with white shoes after Labor Day. That's true. If you and if you see someone wearing white flip flops, you should just gun them down. Oh, I mean, they deserve to die, <laughs> frankly. And, and get me, get me, video games, you know, quarter-fed video games, coin ops, are not what you'd call your bastion of subtle sociological critique. <laughs> You know, that's what you guys have me for. <laughs> yeah, I, I know Shell and James Maddox are always looking for the artistic angle of uh, video games. I don't think you're going to find too much of it in 80s coin-op. <laughs> no, no, you're not. But at the same time, you know, it's pretending to to some greater meaning if, if what Todd is defining is true. I mean, I never saw the game. I was in college then, and, you know, I was playing different games at that point. <laughs> and we're um, going to do a whole other show on that. <laughs> <laughs> Just remember, folks, I've been with the same woman since I was eight, <laughs> which is, believe it or not, 25 years now. Oh, congratulations. Silver anniversary. Uh-huh. You're actually up on the chart where you get real gifts other than paper crap. <laughs> yeah, yeah, tin and stuff, yeah. Um, but, I mean, it's pretending to something like that, and I suppose, you know, you could say you're making some positive reinforcement for the kids playing the games. And, you know, that's fine. It makes everybody feel good, but it doesn't actually accomplish anything. Well, uh, top- it, it's like, it's like, it, to, 
to stick with the, the 80s theme. It's like Nancy Reagan's Just Say No campaign. You know, oh, okay. Everybody feel better? Good, good. Yeah. <laughs> Just say no. Has it made a blind bit of it, difference? Probably it's, not. It's, yeah, it's not unlike the, the extra precautions we have to go through in... Uh, airports. For, for air, air travel. Does anybody think, you know, making me walk around in my socks to get on a flight to Detroit is going to make anybody safer? No. If anything, it makes people marginally less safe. I'm walking around in my socks, for God's sake. <laughs> and, and it is funny, Nate, that whenever you and I travel together, you always get pulled aside. They make you take your belt off and stuff. At least for me, it's mildly amusing. <laughs> and it, it's it's a sore point because John is right. Every time we've we've traveled together... I get pulled. You're the woman. I, I'm just, Have you got I, shapely feet? Is that what it is? I'm just, you know, sort of a portly, white, balding, middle-aged man. And for some reason, oh, my they God. Want to lift your feet. I remember yeah, you were taking your belt off and you said to the pre-TSA guy, hey, watch out, big boy. Come on now. This is enough. And the guy was like, yeah, okay, go ahead. <laughs> um to, to get completely back on topic, uh, Todd mentions that, like, the ghost of Todd is haunted. Todd's not even here. And he's well, because he sent me a 42-page email under penalty of death if I didn't mention all these points he had to make. Um, and the, oh, dear and God. The, well, I'm only going to mention one more, and that is that the remake of the NARC game, which was on the PS2 Xbox actually allows your characters to take drugs, including cocaine and ecstasy, plus a fictional drug called Liquid Soul that completely enhances your performance at the slight risk of addiction. So there we go. So apparently even the people that made the most anti-drug game in the world when they remade it decided to to let you use drugs instead. I don't know. Well, I mean, what games don't? I mean, there are a bunch of first-person shooters, I recall, where, you know, you can inject yourself with something and your field of vision turns red and suddenly you're maniacally strong. Mm. Didn't, didn't I, that happen at Doom or Quake are, or something? I don't think games are particularly preoccupied with drugs, um, not as much as they are with sex and violence. Um, it's always just as kind of background detail, I don't know, to make the world seem grittier or darker or something. But it's not, not really very often an overwhelmingly big part of the game. I mean... You know, there was like the bit in um, Metal Gear Solid where Snake has to smoke a cigarette to, well, you can choose to, if he smokes a cigarette, his hand becomes steadier and stuff if he's um, on his, using his sniper rifle. And just, but those are little, just little real life touches, aren't they? Because, you know, like you say, there are drugs and um, addictions in real life. But I don't think we really deal with it at all that much. No, I think I, th- I think you're totally right, Shella, because um, occasionally we'll run into a little news story, like for example with Fallout 3, the drug that healed you in Fallout 3 was supposed to, was originally supposed to be morphine, but apparently Australia must have some law or something that says that a- any game or movie or something like that that has morphine in it can't be sold. So at the risk of losing an entire continent, albeit the smallest one <laughs> in sales they changed it to i think it was just some generic term or something like that so but but that happens from time to time but it's it's very rare and it doesn't become a big yeah. story and then you have a game like mass effect where you've got a soap opera quality there's a bit of side yeah and the and whole world goes off the hook. <laughs> but yeah 
It's bizarre. I wonder if, but yeah, it seems to be the taboo that the games industry hasn't really, they haven't really flogged that cash cow, have they? I wonder if, <laughs> and I don't know, Kelly, if you'll back me up on this, but I wonder if we could get the people that hate sex to, to rally with the people that hate drugs if, if we had like Viagra in a game, you know, like Saints Row 2. And <laughs> you could, oh, yeah. have some tasks that uh, would be easier in that game if you pop some Viagra first. <laughs> <laughs> Saints Row Three, long. <laughs> Saints Row Three, the little blue pill. <laughs> this is the sort of thing that makes me want to just pound my head with a brick. <laughs> well, Phil, because I mean, this is why I don't do these things this often, John. <laughs> because I mean, we're talking Your about the Australians. It. <laughs> it's, we're talking about the Australians just changing a name. Mm. They don't change the gameplay. They don't change what the functionality. They just change the name. I'm hurt. Give me some X. No, X, X with me might be a drug. <laughs> all right. Well, thanks. Um, I mean, that, that's the thing, isn't it? Because all games characters have a major painkiller dependency. The amount of medipacks that are sprinkled around that place. Yeah, exactly. Like, give me a medipack, give me a medipack, give me a medipack. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah, we've always got drug dependency in games. Well, well Kelly. Because we're always hunting around for the next whether, You know, whether it's called morphine or a potion of cure light wounds. Yeah, or herbs, as it is in um, Resident Evil, it was always a herb, wasn't it? Well, of course it was. <laughs> mm-hmm. Do they, they really say herb in English? Yes. <laughs> we herb pronounce our H's. <laughs> oh no, oh no, we're we're it's we're called falling received back. pronunciation. We're uh, we're we're falling back to a twenty-five letter alphabet here. Oh right. You know H overrated. <laughs> We're all about it's it's austerity these times. <laughs> right. I, I mean, it's a recession. We can't yeah, print H anymore. And, and X, we're looking at you carefully. <laughs> <laughs> The issue here is we're all being hypocritical. Anybody who's up here going, bah, about this, you know, they're not doing it to television. They're not doing it to radio or books. And for God's sakes, the last three winners of the presidential election in the United States have all admitted to casual drug use in their past. I'm not kidding. And that's both parties. And frankly, it appears that the heaviest drug user in the past was the Republican. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, does anybody really get up in arms about drugs and games? I've never seen any major headlines. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, sex, yes, and violence, yes, but drug drug use, because we just don't do it. I covered, what, you don't do sex or you don't do drugs? I lost track. No, I mean, the games industry doesn't really do drugs. No, no, they've dodged it. They've dodged it. That's one of the reasons Grand Theft Auto made such a splash. Hmm. Because they sort of embraced it. But, you know, it hasn't, there isn't, we don't have hordes of Grateful Dead 4 video games, you know? No. And now Fish, the video game. Fish. We don't have that. But, you know, if the topic here is drugs in video games, I'm going to rant on drugs in video games. Apparently so. Kelly, I have a question from you. (laughs) We're at 2419. I've had a question from you since 17.5. Um, I, I wanted to put Kelly on the spot because I know her. I, I know her belief system. Well, you're making up for not being around for the last eight months. 
but Kelly, and you also have a niece, which I know you care very much about, and you and I also know that she has a desire to see rated R movies and to play more adult video games and stuff. Does it bother you at all that some of these games have drug use in it? Are you concerned that she might be influenced to to follow maybe the path that you wish you might not have gone down quite so far in your younger days? How's that for diplomacy? <laughs> Jesus, put her on the spot, John. <laughs> oh, okay, I'm open, but no, I don't really. It's just mainly the same thing that parents should do with their kids. You educate your kids and be honest with them. Hmm? Yeah, I'll be straight up with my niece and tell her what I've done, and I'll tell you exactly. Don't go down this route. It's bad. <laughs> Trust me, bad. Right. I- <laughs> I can't agree enough, Kelly. I mean, this this comes back to one of my bugaboos. Oh, no, drugs or violence or sex in video games is going to pervert our kids. Well, not if the parents are paying attention. Mm. It's like people who say, you know, you know our, our schools aren't educating our kids properly. I'm saying, well, have you, you know, helped your kids with their homework? No, it's a school's job. Shut up. Your parent license is revoked. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Interesting. If you pay attention to your kids and what they're doing, and you know me, I've got two small kids. You know, I, I think I'm the only one here with kids, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Kelly's working on it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, trying. Are you, Kelly? Oh, good. Yeah. Good. <laughs> kids are an unadulterated good in my life, so I encourage you. And I know, you, and I know Nate, that you do watch them like a hawk, and you are a very good parent. I've seen it firsthand. Well, you know, that's not even it. It's not watching them like hawks. Like, what are you going to do? I'm waiting for you to screw up. <laughs> no, it's, you know, give them give them direction, you know, pay attention to them, help them with their homework and answer their questions. It's not that hard, people, but if you're too damn lazy to do that, you know, nothing you do is going to keep your kids on the right path if you're not on the right path yourself. That's good. That's very good. Very well said. See, this is why we like to have you in the show, Nate. Thank you so much. I'm going to be all upset for <laughs> uh, Apparently, Apparently, if you smoke a cigarette, you can calm down, according to Shella. I don't know. So I, I'm a straight enough shooter. I mean, you know me john i don't drink yeah yeah i don't smoke cigarettes i'm a little dodgy about caffeine for that man. i quit caffeine a couple weeks ago so yeah. so now i am the total square straight arrow arrow so okay well i have a final question that you've all kind of answered but my, fi- my final question was do drugs belong in video games and if so in what context and i'll start with shella because i love putting um. her on the spot yeah, you always do this to me. Um, well, they don't belong in video games, but if it's relevant to the story you're trying to tell, hopefully you're tra- trying to tell a story because I like story. Um, if it's relevant to the story you're trying to tell, then yeah, put 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 them in Hi. because I mean there have been drugs since there's been humanity, so makes sense. <laughs> you know, it's nice to see you pulling out the Sid Meier defense. Then that's a good. That's always a good argument. That's what he always says about violence. So. Heaven, heaven, heavens to Betsy, an adult point of view. <laughs> and uh, and over to you, Kelly. Sa- same question. <laughs> I think if the situation and the storyline partakes, I mean, if you're going to be in Compton on your video game, rolling through, you know, you're going to have drugs, duh. You know, <laughs> I will say as an adult that no game, music, story, or movie ever influenced me to try the drugs most of it was normally the friend <laughs> bumping my elbow yeah so <laughs> gotcha. first taste is free kid first taste is free <laughs> 
and 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 Nate, uh, what about you? S- same question, I guess. Although uh, I'll I'll clear my schedule for your answer. <laughs> <laughs> the the simple fact is, you know, to to an extent, I agree with what Shella and uh, Kelly said. You know, if it's appropriate to the story and the milieu of the game, that's good. Uh, you know, you might as well put it in because it provides what uh, verisimilitude. How's that for a mm. word? Um, look it up, John. You were an English <laughs> mate. Um, <laughs> Homework as well. <laughs> the uh, the real the real issue here is, you know, do we control for drugs in games? But you know, you've got HBO showing what weeds or something. You've it's got showtime. well, what you know what? I don't care. Um, you've got that, you know, you've got casual drug use in all pop culture to get worked up about this one vehicle. You know, that's, that's, it's hypocritical. Gotcha. And, and, you know, I hate hypocrites. Yeah, I, I see. I hate people that take the Hippocratic oath. <laughs> um, okay. You're not, you're not helping our perception. No, I, I understand. So I was just busy looking up verisimilitude. Um, but, uh, anyway, the, um, you know, I'm 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 rather crestfallen because I thought this was going to be a show where everybody went after each other and everybody kind of agreed. And I will say, in defense of your positions, that playing Heavy Rain and dealing with the drug addiction in that game was done in a very realistic, very mature way. It doesn't sugarcoat the negative effects. I mean, you, you, there's a scene where you end up puking your guts out in in your toilet uh, because you did too many drugs. I mean, it it, it was done in a really good way i thought it showed both the advantages and the disadvantages of it so so yeah i I think that it it showed it in a good way and i have no problem with that so i basically agree with you guys too i'm i'm just kind of kind of playing the devil's advocate because no one else did in this show (laughs) if you're really hardcore you'd have thrown up on the couch that's true that's true i was able to make it because i i kept pushing the x button to keep him to hold it in which is true story all right so um (laughs) yeah If you guys who are listening have an opinion, uh, and I'm sure you do, send it to us at ginlounge at gameindustry.com. We would love to hear from you, um, both uh, anyone on either side of the issue. So let us know what uh, – also, if we miss some games that had drug use in them, let us know. This might be a show that we redo. I'll just have to uh, find somebody who has a different opinion next time and bring them in so that we can have some back and forth. But I think uh, you guys handled the debate really well and in a mature way, and I appreciate it. And thank you for coming to the lounge today. Thanks. And uh, we'll see you all next time here in the lounge. Take care, everybody. Mm-hmm.